Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt. With me this week, I got Mike. Hello. I got Ed. Hey, what's up, and man? I got Paolo. What is going on? It's a great yeah, question. What is going on? Yeah. I don't know anymore. Uh, I really I mean, don't know anymore. Like, I have no answer for you on when you ask me what's going on anymore. I just know that I'm trapped at home. Yeah. I'm starting to lose my mind little by little. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just I want to go outside. No, it's fair. We we are uh, taping this live from Cor- uh, Corona Land. Mm, we are. Is that what we're calling it? We, we can call okay, that for now. Fair enough. We can call it the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's only funny. It's true. Yeah. <clears throat> That'd be a terrible theme park, yeah? What? The East Coast theme park? No. Uh, oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah, you want oh, to like go you, there. Like you, 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 can, you can go. Like you can pay your money. Like you give the, the guy the ticket, and he, he gets you through the turnstile, and all the all the rides are shut. Oh, yeah. I was afraid you're gonna start talking shit about Keensburg. Because <laughs> I mean, what hasn't been said about Keensburg already? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I can think of a couple things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I figured we're kind of locked in our house. We're kind of going a little bit crazy. Stars Macy, I uh, think a good topic this week would be to speak about villains that were maybe right. You know, or maybe not even not all that what wrong. What kills me is the reason we also could talk about villains because this major villain of a virus is just keeping us indoors all the time and it thinks it's right. Ooh, I'm so angry. That's I don't, the real I don't villain. The virus thinks it's right, but I'm so angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so angry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could definitely talk about villains because villains are actually more interesting than heroes. If if you ask me on, on numerous occasions, at least in my opinion, I feel I've been watching a lot of D&D videos lately. Okay. And it's kind of reminded me of the fact that really the thing that makes a D&D campaign move is its villain. Because the, villain in the, ba- the, the villain in the background has to be working, actively doing things. The heroes are the ones which are your your PC characters are the ones who are kind of just waiting for things to happen. So you can't really have a good villain that just waits for the heroes to do things. You, you're right to an extent. Yeah. But I, I agree. Villains, villains are interesting because they get to do more things than heroes, right? Like yeah. <laughs> heroes of a story, that they're just the ones stopping the interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not. I mean, unless you have an interesting, you know, you got an interesting twist on a story, then you know, maybe you don't really have like a a, a white meat, white bread, you know, baby face. I mean, hero. more often than not, okay. So if you think about it, Batman is trying to stop the Joker, right? Oh yeah, classically. Mm-hmm. I mean, more often than not, usually Batman reacts to something that the Joker does. Batman doesn't actively <laughs> oh, do things to try to stop the Joker. He reacts. He is one. He is 100% trying to stop those classic boners. And Joker's boners. You got to stop them. <laughs> you know, Superman, Superman doesn't actively act against Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor actually does things to Superman. No, Lex Luthor actively works against yeah. Superman. <laughs> he fucking hates Clark. Hates him so much. Hates so much. Stupid Kansas boy. 40 pies. Oh, yeah, he hates Clark. He hates Superman. He hates them both. <laughs> <laughs> Because he just wants to, he just wants to marry Lois. I can't even say he just wants to bang her. He wants to marry Lois. Yeah, is, is is that like still the established canon? Like that he wants to marry Lois. Um, I mean, one one of the reasons that he uh, the reason he doesn't like Clark is he's like, why did you marry this buffoon when I'm the best? Look at look at my presidential muscles, and he flexes. Yeah. I mean, he is very much the Vince McMahon of the DC universe. <sighs> I feel like Vince McMahon would be the Vince McMahon. (laughs) 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 Not for nothing. A quick aside, AEW, All Elite Wrestling is canon in the DC. Um, They they signed some kind of, yeah, they they did some kind of, they have some kind of deal in place. Uh, Jim Lee, I think, did a bunch of art. Fan of the show? Fan of (laughs) Yeah, friend, friend, sorry, friend of the show, friend, friend of the Lee. show, Jim Lee did a bunch of artwork for uh, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I mean, man. I mean, in in discussing the fact that villains are kind of the 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 action of the story, so to speak, in in terms of kind of comics and video games and other medias, mm. um, 
how many villains would you consider? Would you have you ever like actually sat there and listened to when they go through their whole speech and they do their evil monologue and whatever they want to call it? <laughs> and you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, this guy's got a point. It usually happens after my third or fourth playthrough of almost all the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, <laughs> Metal Gear do that to you. That's, right. That's fair. Do that to you. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I, for those of you who don't know, the Metal Gear Solid games are probably one of the most batshit crazy espionage games to oh. ever fucking play. They're so. Are good. they actually espionage? They are. Or is it like- it's tactical espionage. espionage Tacti- tactical espionage action. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Genius Kojumbo. <laughs> Friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of the show, Genius Kojumbo. Yeah, it's just a larger version of Kojima Kojumbo. <laughs> uh, no, Paul, to answer your question, uh, anytime a bad guy uh, talks, and as, uh, like, if I've ever had that response, uh, every bad guy in pro wrestling ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like like the bad guy will get screwed out of a win and like he should have won the belt and he, he he shows up like the the monday after the pay-per-view and he's like i got screwed out of this and i should get a rematch and xyz it's like yeah yeah you're right i mean so- i very much associate with the vince mcmahon character in, in <laughs> wwe <laughs> <laughs> all right mr bentoncourt <laughs> I very, not not even the vince mcmahon mr mcmahon as he's referred mr. to mr mcmahon <laughs> <laughs> Especially during his whole corporation run back in the 1890s, like oh, in the Attitude Era. Come on! <laughs> all right, all right. now as a real life bad guy. <laughs> all right, I, all right, I, I secretly hope that him being part of the effort to reopen America is just a gimmick, and it's going to get turned around. And like I don't know, somebody's going to come out in Stone Cold Stone and be like, "No, we got to stay indoors." Someone, you mean Steve Austin? <laughs> Dude, so not for nothing. I'm not. I'm not even sure what the uh, what they were looking at. But like, there there was a shot of like some. I don't know if it was CNN or or something. Um, but they had our president and like one of his like uh uh, uh like right hand mm-hmm. people. They were looking at a monitor. Like they were standing on the side of the monitor, looking at it with the camera like pointed at them, watching the TV. Nobody watches TV like that except for people on Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown <laughs> no, backstage. Snap. <laughs> His influence is already being shown. Like it's, <laughs> oh god, it's such good shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. So I figure what we'll do. We'll do what we usually do when we have our uh, our episodes like this. We will uh, just pass it around. We will discuss our picks of uh, villains that kind of brought up some good points. Um, mm, the one catch is. The one catch is because every time you Google this, you get a million articles about Ozymandias. So <laughs> no Ozymandias. And we're going to uh-huh. open this up to not just comic books because, um, yeah, I can't think of villains anything. Are villains, 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 are villains. Yeah. 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 They, 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 there's a lot of bleed over these days between the movies and video games and half of DC Universe. It's all, it's, it's all very samey. Yes. Uh, so, Mike, yeah. give us your thoughts. My thoughts? Okay. Uh, I, I had I had a hard time uh, thinking of a villain. I mean, villains are fun, right? But villains, I guess, um, that you thought were right, that's that's kind of a harder reach, at least for me. Um, but uh, something that I eventually landed on was uh, the machines from The Matrix. Um, and uh, if you've just seen The Matrix, you don't really... The, the machines are kind of very antagonistic. They don't have really a face. Their face are just the villain's... Uh, like the agents the entire time. Agent uh, Smith, for example. Agent yeah. Smith, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he he broke free as well. Like he he's, he's a great villain. I, I, I love he Agent is the art, not, not only his argument about the fact that humanity is the virus that affects yeah that affects Earth. Like that's obviously a really good point. So I could see where you're coming from with that machine thing. But continue. Right. Sorry. No, no, you, that's fine. Uh, but if you watch the the Animatrix, like essentially that kind of describe explains how they got there. The uh, you find out that the humans were like a bunch of dicks to these machines. All the machines were just machines that wanted to be free, so we gave them that chance, and then we just kind of nuked them and we started a war with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I, I can see where they're coming from if, if wanting to, uh, you know, kill us and enslave us and use us as batteries. You know, what kills me, what kills me about that is you're absolutely right. I yeah. mean, in most media, whenever humanity figures out how to start AI and how to create machines. We create them to serve us. Yeah. 
And not only do we create them to serve us, we we treat them like shit. <laughs> it's very true. Like we really do treat them like utter garbage. And then like we're through, when they turn around and go to murder us, we're just like, whoa, whoa, why? Yo. <laughs> and what did we do? What did we do? Get back in your cage. Why did why yeah? Why what what what, what and, freak and, out? And what? It's almost and, like and how, and, and how can we keep having our AIs voice by Alan to duck? Oh, two ducks. Alan, two ducks. <laughs> Alan, two ducks. The only ducks. man that Alan's is also two ducks. Two ducks. No, it's almost, it's almost like when you ask yourself, it's just like, you know, you put a tiger in a cage, so when he eats your employee's arm, and you're just like, I'm never Ooh. going to financially recover from this. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. I'm surprised. <laughs> oh, man, I saw a tiger, and tiger saw me. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Is the tiger really the villain, or is man the villain? Oh, that guy on Matrix. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, there's hey. a lot of parallels between Tiger King and the Matrix. I think you'll find <laughs> set of two monitors, watch them both simultaneously. I'm pretty sure you should run for president, and that's your yeah. platform. <laughs> My platform is hey. the Matrix. Tiger King, not that different. Hey, hey, hey! That documentary got Offspring to release a single. Okay, I'm really? happy. Uh, they did a cover of Here Kitty Kitty. Yeah, wait, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, the offspring. Oh yeah. my they, god! They, they did a cover here, Kitty Kitty. I'm I'm like ninety percent positive that uh, 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 Joe Exotic is just Steve Irwin's Wario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, accurate. Pretty accurate yeah. That's good. Wow, I broke his shits. <laughs> and fucking Carol Baskin. Wow. <laughs> 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 That yeah, checks out. <laughs> All right. Okay. I could see. I could see the machines. I actually. I. I. I'm not gonna. Do, that's a really good pick. Well, thank you. Uh, like I feel. I feel like it makes a lot of good points, and it's not just in the Matrix. I feel like we've seen it in other media as well. A, lo- a lot of AI based media. Yeah, we'll have like if there's a good guy machine, all he wants to do is you know. Just you be know, free. Yeah, be free. That's it. That's all you he can just, ask for. Yeah, he just wants to. Just, he just wants yeah, to humans are just a bunch of fucking corner. assholes always being dick, bo- yeah. dick bots to them. We're being dick bots. Just a bunch of phallic bots. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> a bunch of Richard. A bunch of robots. Yeah, Washington right. Monument bot. <laughs> 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 all right so so if you think if you think that the machines are good villains like villains who make a really good point right what what is your opinion on a bad villain on oh, a bad villain uh all right i i feel um a bad villain well, actually i do i do have another very good villain and it's it's a very meta reason why they're very good uh but uh it's it's the t1000 uh, uh from terminator 2 judgment day uh to be fair, that's kind of I terrifying. believe, I believe he was right because if he actually did uh if he actually did succeed in his mission, uh you know, there'd be no more Terminator movies. And that's I think that's great <laughs> for the, rest of the whole world. What are you talking about? What are you dude? <laughs> What are you talking about? There's the Terminator movie that came after that won Academy Awards. Oh, did? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, I'm serious. Mr. Academy. I'm serious. Next Terminator. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was the Terminator movie where they tried to kill uh, John Connor's grandfather because he realized trying to kill his mother wasn't working. <sighs> it's called Titanic. It is called Titanic. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did it, Cameron. You've done it again. <laughs> no, because think about it. Think about it. All right. Billy Zane was right all alone. Over right all along. Oh, right. Oh, do you think Billy Zane was the Terminator, or do you think the Titanic no. itself was the Terminator? No, the Holy iceberg shit. was the. No, t- it was the iceberg. Holy no, shit. no, no. What if, what if Billy Zane was like a T uh, a T eight hundred that came back to like you know be like okay yeah yeah, yeah warp it here because think about it infiltrate uh, society. Mm. Well, no, not only that though, but because uh, you know uh, the, the Terminators they want to kill John Connor. Yeah. What kind of last name is Connor? What kind Irish? Of, it's, uh, most likely Irish. Yeah, there we what go. was there a lot of on the Titanic? There's a lot of Irish people. The iceberg was the was the Terminator then. The iceberg was a plant. I don't know if you ever watched the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That show is mm-hmm. wild. I, I don't, that show is fantastic. I know I know a few things about it, but I know Terminators like do a lot of shit just to kill who they want. Like there was a Terminator who waited in one spot, had a building built around him just so he mm-hmm. could wait in this one spot because he knew like like Sarah Connor or someone would be there. I'm like that. Wow, 
So maybe that maybe, is that is some perseverance. Maybe a Terminator, uh, you know, planned and built the Titanic. Maybe a Terminator started like growing that iceberg. You know, he just put an ice cube in the ocean, just waited a while. Yeah, Shit. you know, you made a lot of sense. <laughs> it's Terminators all the way down. They just keep. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe the ship was just all Terminators. What, what if it was, it was all Terminators? Maybe or Sarah Connor. Maybe, maybe the Navi when they plug into the tree. Maybe that's a T, uh, Terminator main. Oh, thing. that's true. Yeah, I heard. I heard from James Cameron himself that unobtainium is what the Terminators are made out of. <laughs> Does anybody remember anything about unobtainium? Yeah. Unobtainium. That's, that's, that's I, remember, I remember a mech with a knife. How do you not remember that? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> because I fell asleep. Well, that's that that's movie. your fault, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was hey, boring. Man, come on, it's not that boring. There's a mech with a knife. <laughs> yeah, at what point? Huh? The yeah. movie is Fern Gully in space. Yeah, but it has a mech yeah, with a it's, knife. It's space Fern Gully. <laughs> Fern Gully doesn't, doesn't have that. I dare you. It's, I've seen all the cells of Fern Gully. There's no mech with knives. <laughs> that's one of, that's a, there one of is, my favorite villains. Mech with a knife. There, Put him in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care what his motivations yeah, are. I agree. Mech with knife. He's, he's in a knife and that. He's in a, he's in a mech and that mech. You're is right. A knife. I believe you. <laughs> so 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 who were the, so who were to fight then? Uh, the mech with a knife and Avatar or Unit Two from Evangelion that also has a box cut. Oh shit! I don't know. I mean, the mech with the knife oh, has man. Stephen Lang in it, so if that counts for anything. <laughs> Okay, yeah, true. That, he definitely has the advantage over a mentally unstable teenager. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Shinji's uh, uh, Ava has a. Uh, All a the knife. Avas have that standard equipment for the Avas. I thought it was only the yeah. second one. I don't know. It's been like 20 years since I've seen it, and I'm in no rush to watch it. Yeah, there you go. It was yeah. good. I actually, uh, myself and my girlfriend watched it recently. Did you watch the Netflix like version or the original version? No. No, I watched Okay, the good. Because the Netflix version supposedly does a lot in the translation that's absolutely terrible. Yeah, um, she actually she so she watched it on Netflix the mm -hmm. first time and was like I or she was reading that like she missed a bunch so we we watched it again because I hadn't seen it. Uh, it's really good. I really enjoy it. If you haven't seen it, Evangelion, do it. Do it. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the best villains in that show are the, are the humans. <gasps> again with the machines. Oh, you see, yeah, it always those, comes back the, to it. Those hot takes. Hot takes. Oh, they're so hot! I'm dropping them. Yeah, you you can't hold them. You need like <laughs> protective right, gear. Need All right. So speaking speaking yeah. of interesting interesting ones. So Ed, what about you? What do you have for villains? I can. So I'll, I'll give you a couple honorable mentions. Uh, Mr. McMahon. Oh. Of uh, WWE's attitude. How the era. fuck is he on the bottom of that list? Oh, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say. Well, it, 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 it's, it's <laughs> he's no an honorable order. mention. I, he might be third. Yeah, he I might be he's third. Good... He might be fifth. But he's up there. He's yeah. He, I mean, he's a great villain because you want to see him get beat up. Like you want to see him get his come up. And <laughs> that's a good right? villain. Um, I'd say that I, I'd say like a a, a a Joker is up there because you know what? What better to fight uh, the guy that prepares for everything than a guy that's like that guy that's so random, who's so chaotic, who's just looking to troll that guy? He gets damage tattooed yeah, on his head. That's funny. It's really good. It's real good. Like, I don't. Good. I don't. Yeah, just, so I don't think he's a yeah. a good villain. I think he's just uh -huh. a villain. I think he's a good villain in, that in the context yeah. of him versus versus Batman. Absolutely, that's the only thing that makes him interesting. I feel like he's outside good of, at being outside a of Batman, he's not interesting. He's had a couple interesting run-ins with. Yeah, have, you, have you seen him um, in Signs? He was great in that. <laughs> <laughs> couple layers of that uh third honorable mention uh former movie trivia schmodown singles champion <laughs> i want to punch that man um, in the face i i, knew, I don't know who he is all i know is that you showed me a picture of him and my first gut instinct was i need to punch that man in the mouth yeah yeah if anything um i'll show you I, they, they they used to he used to be in a team with another guy um their heel work is fantastic i'll i'll, I'll, I'll show that guys later um but for this episode i either like to go into lex Luthor. Oh. Because I feel like, to an extent, in a vacuum, he's justified. Or WWE's Bray Wyatt. Because he's supposed to be a bad guy. Oh. See, I I, uh, I feel like we can talk, we can go for hours about Lex Luthor. And I think, but I'm good? more interested in your opinion on Bray Wyatt. Because here, here's a guy that when he talks, he's like, uh, the, 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 uh, the Firefly Funhouse match. Um, the entire shtick was that, like, John Cena, here's John Cena, the, the golden boy that's gotten every opportunity. 
and he's had to like Bray's had to scratch and claw for every single thing he's gotten, and he keeps getting buried and buried, and opportunities are getting slapped out of his hand. And even when the even when like the the crowd, the audience is like, please give this guy everything. The guy's writing the book, like the guy's writing the story. You're like, no, we're we're, we're going to go with the other thing. The good guys have to prevail. So, you could make a guy like him, like the uh, the apocalypse or the Thanos, or the dark side of, of of your your silly little like fake fighting universe. But it won't mean anything because he's got to win at some point. You know, he he he's. What makes a, a story like Final Crisis so interesting to me and Dark Side such a good bad guy in that context is that he wins. Mm. No, you can make that argument for Thanos at the uh, in Infinity Saga as well, because he he wins before they have to, you know, not to do spoilers, but before they have to go back in fucking time to beat him. Everyone's seen that movie, right? I, but I, so, <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I actually, I actually, yeah. you've seen it. Um, but I, um, I, feel, I feel like Thanos's motivation is pretty. Late I mean, no, no, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, he he does a great job being a villain in his pretty much that first half of the the two parter ending to that that hmm. whole saga um but his motivations are kind of stupid dude we talked about this like a year ago he was doing it to appeal to his canadian girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> what a throwback totally yep. real. totally real you haven't met her yet <laughs> oh what a throwback <laughs> i swear she's a skeleton with titties <laughs> you don't know her like i do <laughs> but, but like i get where you're coming uh, from making that comparison for bray wyatt who um if you haven't seen the latest um wrestlemania the w the uh, firefly funhouse match was this really weird i, I can't even call it, it was it a match it was like a it was like a it's a it's shot like a television show or a movie and it's kind of like a deep dive of the character of John Cena, but also a deep dive of the character of Bray Wyatt. And without like, I I, I want to get into it, but I don't want to get into it because like, if you haven't seen it, you're probably just skipping through this, Paul. But um, <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul's way past this. <laughs> no, but it, it's one of those things. If you aren't interested in pro wrestling or sports entertainment or anything, uh, this conversation might not be for you. Um, but he's a really interesting character. I'd say give it a go, and at the, at the very least, watch that match because you don't you don't need context. But if you have it, it's even. I mean, better. it is going to be great at the end of it, regardless, because no matter who you are after that's over, you're going to sit there and say, "What the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> yeah. But isn't isn't wrestling <laughs> no, in a weird place with no audience? Like, isn't it? Doesn't that make it more surreal? Like, it's like oh, what absolutely. is happening? So, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, um, what's interesting about that is like they instead of it just being um, like we're we're having a pro wrestling match with no with like no with no crowd, they shot it like a movie. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's there's music in the background. There, you know, there's there's interesting dynamic camera camera cuts. There's a bunch of editing done. Um, it's really well done. Yeah, really WWE cool. Productions, come on. M yeah, multiple people good. have told me it's like watching an episode of Twin Peaks. It feels yeah, very much like that. It's real good. Speaking of that, have you ever watched the videos where they put Twin Peaks to Vince McMahon? <laughs> yes. yes I, have. Oh, I love all those. I blame, I blame Matt yeah, for this. Those are so good. Those are, so good. those are fantastic. <laughs> the, I love the ones with that or just any random wrestler promo and they play Laura Palmer's theme over it. So good. Because it may, oh man, it just it makes me uncomfortable. Oh yeah. It's oh, very good. It's even better because, you know, you got like, you know, do it's like 80s coked out of his brain macho man who goes yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna blow up the whole universe with our 12 inch guns i don't know man and you know then you know then you hear that da, da, da. you got you got that rising act yeah exactly and it's just ah oh, it's it's insanity i recently watched some stuff about the macho man and i i i, I know we say that he was coked out he may not have been coked out he, he may, was the coke. he maybe that he was. was just his existence he was a, apparently a really intense yeah. guy, but the coke, well, the coke definitely, definitely helped, him helped be, you make it be as intense as you were. He ascended. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he became yeah. intensity. The madness is real. Um, but getting back on track a little bit, um, I feel like Lex Luthor in in a vacuum with just him versus Superman is totally justified in his you know one man war against this godlike alien, uh, where he just wants humanity to become better. 
and he feels like this person that's or like this, this I can't even say this person, this alien that's coming to save the day all the time is stopping us from achieving greatness. Do you know where they do a great or, job of that actually? If you've watched the recent release of Red Sun, Red Sun Superman? I haven't I I want I, it's it's I've already watched it and I got to say it does a really great job of portraying Lex as that kind of character. Yeah, that, I mean that book does a really good job yeah, of doing that. That's super good. Um, yeah, I remember at some point Superman even complains like how many times he has to like, it's like, oh, I can't do this because there's a guy drowning in like South Africa. <laughs> and so he zips off and goes and saves that guy. Yeah. 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 No, but that that show, if you want to see a really good example of Lex Luthor, who is to be the villain of the story, being a, a like a good guy, um, not really even a good, just being himself and actually kind of working towards a better objective than than what Superman is doing. Um, go go watch Reds on Superman. Do it. I feel it was- yeah. It's, it's it's him almost being. I don't want to say justified, but it's like <clears throat> it's it's him. It's him shown in a positive mm-hmm. way. Well, it's, it's doing what he's doing. It, it's very different because it's Superman's in you know Soviet Russia and Lex Luthor, if I remember correctly, becomes president of the United States. So they're a world apart, it's which is canon. way different. No, but context, that's, yeah. that's but he's canon. He becomes president of the United States canonly in DC Comics as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, a good stretch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but it's a bit different though when they're both coming from you know the same city and exactly. the same country. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, exactly. like they're you know they're they're button heads more or less consistently. Here it's like, oh hey, who's this flying guy? That's I have to stop the, the evil coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which it, it's a, honestly it's a lot like pro wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah the, the 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 foreigners are always evil. You know, the evil foreigners. It's like eh, that doesn't really hold up in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's kind of it's kind of problematic in twenty twenty. I was about to say, um, yeah, you're not going to make a convincing argument against Rusa uh, uh, for Rusev against me. He just got released. I heard. Um, oh no, sad, sad days. Uh, my the right now, my 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 last pick though, um, and it's a little topical. I, mean, I can't say topical. I mean, I guess it's um. It's current because I think we're all playing it. Um, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Ooh. Sefer- Sephiroth is pretty, at least in the original game, he's pretty justified in his. Uh, in his. Crusade. I was thinking so about picking him too. Yeah. Hell let's yeah. let's 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 agree to not give spoilers for that game because I'm also playing it and I'm not. I haven't beaten it yet. Can we give spoilers for the original? Of course. Version? I mean, yeah. I feel like everyone that that, that's played that. That game's, that old. game's old. Um, in the original game, his crusade against the planet is because. Of his mom, yeah. Well, <laughs> essentially, I don't know if it's, it's crusade against the planet. It's the people on the planet, right? It is yeah. against the people yes. on the planet. Yes. Which he's he's listen. If you think about it, um, he may as well have sided with Avalanche because he also is totally against the fact that Shinra is using uh, the energy of the planet to kind of control the planet to to to, to drain yeah. the planet of its life energy. Yeah, uh, if you really want to think about it. Sephiroth is Avalanche to its logical extreme. Like that is where Avalanche yeah. eventually gets to. If they truly want to save the planet, you just kill everyone on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and that could be the argument for most extremists. He's he's an extremist, is what he is. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but so like, Avalanche, he's are a crazy extremist as well. As well. <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, if so, if you have not played the game, uh, Avalanche is the terrorist group that's trying to stop the uh, evil corporation, corporation Shinra. Shinra. Uh, from pretty much draining the planet of all its life energy, um, and they. I was about to say you start with Avalanche in the game. Yes, yes. you start. Yeah. With you 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 start Final Fantasy VII jumping off of a train as part of an eco terrorist yep. group. Yeah, pretty much. Which is a really Which, uh, really interesting interesting kind of beginning that like you don't realize you're playing the bad guy in a way. When I was a kid, I didn't yeah. realize that, and it's like the on, on and, and like that, playthroughs as I got older. I'm like, this is actually and interesting. That's, actually, that's another thing. One of the things that you notice that they lean more, much more into it in the um in oh, the, the remake, remake is that whole. They're very open about that, that terrorist angle. Like you see the effects that it has on on the people of the, of of uh, Midgar. Yep. So you mean to tell me that Thanos is half as bad as Sephiroth because he only wanted to kill half the planet for the limited resources? (laughs) Yep. You know it. Makes sense. The the conflict between Shinra and Sephiroth pretty much breaks down to Shinra going, your mom, and Shinra's like, I'm sorry, Sephiroth's like, fuck you. And then he tries to hit the planet with a meteor. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, there's like this big fat guy made fun of my mom, so I'm going to create an extinction level event. Let's go. Let's go. That, how dare you make fun of my mom? How dare you experiment my mom? Let's not forget that this also happens after he finds out who his mom actually is and realizes that he is part space alien. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's essentially an experiment, and he freaks the fuck out. Yeah, okay. I mean, he loses his goddamn mind, so... But not his sword. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, lose his sword. It's so sword. big and impractical. <laughs> yeah, the, how is he actually, gonna, the key to fighting it is I actually love hall. in the remake. They, yeah. Right? <laughs> That's honestly... Then I, I, I Very minor spoilers for the remake. Um, I like how they show you how Cloud's buster sword is functional, <laughs> but also there's that cutscene where like he tries to pull it off his back, and like he's standing yeah, in the door. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> so he can't. <laughs> it's the uh, door. It's great. Oh, that's it's great. Oh, that's great, actually. Oh, I man. love it. Hence why. All right. I mean, I can I can honestly go on. Um, like I I I, I love I love Soren as a bad guy. I love uh I don't I don't want to say Kefka's justified, but I feel Kefka like was um, a dick. don't even. <laughs> yeah, no, Kefka's no, 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 is just horrible. Don't even. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a good have, he's a good yeah, bad guy. I, I, I wouldn't say he's but yes. That that's yeah. that's what I was getting. He's good. Oh, yeah. he's same thing with like same thing with Soren because he's um the fucking uh the fucking pterodactyl professor guy that just wants to turn people into yeah. dinosaurs. Like I get it. Yeah, sometimes you just want to be bad for bad sake, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like that's super. That I feel like that's just as interesting as a, a highly motivated, you know, f- who could be in the right light, the good guy, know. but because he's going against your white meat baby face. I don't know. Both are just as interesting to me. Well, well, I definitely agree with the Kefka angle, but Kefka is like irredeemable. They never, there was never a point in the game where like maybe Kefka, maybe maybe this guy has some points. It's like nope, this guy this front to back <laughs> doesn't yeah. care about life. What? Like it's it's a lot like uh, Luca Blight from uh, Sweet Into. Oh, I've never played Sweet Into. Wow. Just never played Sweet Into. Doesn't too, care yeah. about life. Oh, dude, it's good. Yeah, because like in in Seven, Sephiroth's whole thing was like, oh man, I want to kill everybody because of the natural resources. Kafka and six was just like, uh, I want to like, uh, you know, harvest these espers and just blow up the world. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kill you because I'm a crazy man. Like they, like the, the Royals want to like, they want a war and then. Kefka poisons the water supply to get rid of everyone else. It's like, what are you, guy? What are you not doing, guy? Not for nothing. Not for nothing. <laughs> he's a clown, and clowns in general <laughs> are known for being just fucking evil. Just yeah, like Kefka, the Joker, it, uh, it, Pennywise, Pennywise, yeah, Pennywise, yeah, I don't fucks with clowns. Okay, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Shaggy Tudo. I don't fucks with clowns like at all, though. Like I don't mess with clowns. Sweet Tooth. Sweet tooth. Guy's evil. Sweet car, though. I oh, think... that ice cream truck is baller. <laughs> All right, I think we need to go on a break. All right, we'll be back. Okay. Grant Morrison loses a little of his magical powers every time you listen to us without liking and subscribing. So in hopes he may write more issues of Multiversity, please like, subscribe, and share us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you. All right, and we are back. All right, so we have so far, uh, what do we have? We have the T-1000, we have the, the, the machines. I like robots machines. in the Matrix. I like machines. Both of my robots machines. in the Matrix, yeah. Which is ironic because I have this severe fear of AI oh, and, like, uh. machines that are um, taking over. Like, it, it's actually a thing, like, with me. I just, I for whatever reason, I'm terrified of it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, 2001 A Space Odyssey, classic. But it's like, yeah, been in our psyche for that long. Uh, what are we? Bre- what was the name of the guy? Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Wyatt and Lex Luthor. He mentioned. Yeah, I remember that. You see, I'm just the Wyatt guy. Last time I knew anything about him, he was kind of like half bushwhacker, half Undertaker, and <laughs> I, he, he was a he was a spooky swamp man. He was like, yeah yeah. I'm going back like four or five years, but it's yeah, like the yeah. opposite of a spooky machine. swamp man cult leader. Yeah. Kind of actually, yeah. His daddy had a shrimp boat. Mm. Ooh, That's a giant shrimp. shrimp. It's fucking weird. <laughs> he uh burned that that uh that boat down nice uh what do you got paulo i got a couple uh right, i got a couple got? i i i i've recently gotten really into villains lately and kind of studying <laughs> them and like i said just wanting to 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 make more interesting villains um so he's got a binder of all his uh villains yeah. actually i do cut out hearts and pictures and stuff you guys will see you oh, guys will see them eventually i have i have them i can't wait 
Oh, d- oh, Doctor Doom Chan. Uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, okay, so originally he was gonna be one of my picks, but we've covered him and my love of Doctor Doom already in another episode. If you want to, yeah, if you Apollo, wanna, you've he- covered him. Take right. pictures of Ooh. your shrine. <laughs> I've seen that love pillow you got of Doctor Doom. <laughs> Take pictures. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to hear me, just go nuts on it. Um, oh no, phrasing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> You can go back and listen to our first season episode on Doctor Doom, um, but I'm, so I'm not going to do Doctor Doom. Um, I'll briefly mention the fact that Sinestro was a, was going to be one of my top picks as well. Ooh, um, that's a right? good one. We we talked about him a bit, exactly. One of the reasons why I'm not going to go too in depth into him. Um, you can check out our Green Lantern episode. Yes. That's fun. So that, yes, especially good. during Jeff Johns' run, I feel like that's where he really kind of embraced. Not his so much his villainy, but more of like uh, the the prophecy and the motivation that leads him to both be a villain, yeah. um, and to still be the greatest Green Lantern ever. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say that like they really does embrace his um, um, uh, I, I was gonna say not not the prophecy, but just him him thinking he was right. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 his perspective. They they embrace his perspective mm-hmm. on things. I mean, in, in his perspective. He, all his motives, all the things that he has done have been in protection of the universe and trying to bring law and order to the universe because that is his role as a Green Lantern. Yeah, they, um, I, I feel like the, uh, there's a quote from him, uh, that sums up his entire story arc, or at least the, the Jeff Johns mm-hmm. run, like the, the, the way that, that Johns writes him. Um, I forget what Hal says to him, but it's, it's something along the lines of like, you know, I, I, I wish we were still friends or like, I remember all the good times we had when we were friends. Um, and Sinestro's responses, but Hal, haven't we always been friends? Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Mm. Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah, rereading that. I was like, yo, that, that whole run is so good. Go back, reread it. Great villain, do it. Great story, do it, it. Is like space opera, do it. You know, the time that they weren't friends, though, do it. One. When Hal broke his neck. Oh. <laughs> 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 Are we always been friends? No, I murdered you that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Threw your corpse off. Oh, uh. You hate to see it happen. Get out of here, magenta. Get out of here, magenta Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that man looks like Salvador Dali. Like, let's be honest here. Creepy pencil John Waters mustache. <laughs> But uh, so I'm going to go with a, a, a slightly different angle. And this is a, another recent obsession of mine. Um, I'm going to go with the the the. You thought it was going to be Sinestro. You thought it was going to be Dr. Doom. But surprise, it's actually a JoJo's reference. <gasps> wow. I'm going with Dio Brando. What? <gasps> really? Dio or, or as he's Brando. known as he's or as he's known in later in the later seasons of, of JoJo, just Dio. Capital D-I-O. <laughs> You're yelling. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They, I don't I don't think there's a time where they don't I don't think he, they've him. ever said the name Dio without it, it like actually just fucking emphasizing that. Probably because they don't have to worry about Dio suing them anymore. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Good point. I mean, Dio Brando is probably a lot of fun as a villain. Like in in the first season of JoJo's, his motivation is kind of he's evil. For he's evil's sake. supremely literally. Evil. Yeah, he's supremely. Yeah, he, he's the most evil. He goes well. I mean, not not just that. All right, you got to also understand his upbringing, though. I'd say not just that. You got to understand his upbringing. His dad's a piece of crap. Um, yeah, so you be so you be better than no, he that. Is, you don't double no, down. Yeah, he, no, he doubled down. down. He doubled down. He tripled down to be better than his dad. Better at <laughs> being KFC evil. Down, yeah. right? Better at being <laughs> evil than his father was. I mean, the man was conniving. He this is him as a teenager. What was he like? Thirteen? When he's evil, fucking steals a kiss from from JoJo's from from the first JoJo's girlfriend. From it Jonathan's. wasn't even the, it was, it wasn't even just a kiss. It was her it was first, her first kiss. kiss. Steal the first kiss. Burn your dog. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he burned after, the dog. He burned after he dog, kicked yeah. it. He burned, it's after he kicked that dog. He kicked that dog and then murdered like, it. Hey, from, a villain, from a perspective of someone watching, you fucking loathe this man. Yeah. No, they. He, D, Dio Brando's heel work in season one of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Just kiss. Uh, yeah, like, no. <laughs> you, you, want his, like, you want him to get his comeuppance so bad. <laughs> I mean, and then the man becomes a vampire. Like he becomes a Dracula. Literally, yeah, 
Yeah. He goes, yeah. You, you want him to get his comeuppance, and then he turns into a Dracula, and you're like, God damn it. Who the fuck so is now he's immortal. Look, he's so evil that he comes back, murders his his he manages to kill um Jonathan on his honeymoon when he's just the head. Yeah. He's just the head. He he's oh, yeah. literally just the head who can shoot eye beams and is still a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Kills kills Jonathan <laughs> and then comes back two seasons later. Okay, two seasons yeah, you, later, you, you, you thought I was dead. No, nope. surprise, it's me, Dio. <laughs> he comes back in his arch nemesis's body, <laughs> but he, he did he did he eat Jonathan's head off? Like, how did he he switch that body on? Like, how did he eye lasers? Yeah. <laughs> eye lasers and being a vampire. Two two tools. That's all you need. Sure. Okay. Fine. Because doesn't he have like doesn't he have like creepy? Uh, I don't know if they're veins. I don't know if they're tentacles. But he's like being a vampire in the JoJo's world. You've got like ice powers, also tentacle powers. Yeah, he's got like wild hair. Maybe you can control that. You know. I, I don't, listen. I don't know. Like he's got those weird squid things that he implants his people's foreheads to make them do as, do their bidding. Mm. Like this is one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> it's exactly. It, it, it is a Japanese anime. It. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it is. And then to make matters worse, he gains the power to stop time. Mm. Like this villain, he just does. the power, the level of power escalation for this villain just keeps coming and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he's just so delightfully evil too. Like, <laughs> like the scene where he gets into the car in in. Oh well, I mean, Matt, you haven't seen the end of uh, Star Wars. No, no, I've seen it. You have seen. You've managed to see. No, no, I've seen okay. it. I've seen it. I, no, I watched the old OVA back in the day. It's more or less the same. I uh, I don't know if it's you could say that because like there are some additional scenes. There's a few additional scenes, but there's still the scene where he forces the senator to run people. Oh over. yes, yes, yes. That is the scene that happens. That's in still both. there. Yeah, that's still there. Yeah, that's still there. He still he doesn't do any less evil shit in the OVA. Like I mean, in the OVA, it's fantastic. And the best part is he somehow there are people that follow him, that worship him and his teachings and his ideas and the things that he wants to do. Are you saying that to you, Paula? Are you saying that to you? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I'm neither I'm neither agreeing nor denying, but they do it because they want to. <laughs> they feel that he is right. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I don't know. I, I personally, Dio Brando is probably one of the most amusing villains in recent history that I've that I've encountered. He is a lot. He of is fun. just a lot of fun <clears throat> to just just hate and at the same time love because he's so over the top and ridiculous true like his his lines are truly quotable like how dare you approach me like how oh you're approaching me like come on because to fight me otherwise it, how, how are you supposed to get close enough to punch me <laughs> no and I, I i was gonna say I, I i love that line he's like wait you're approaching me like the guy that can stop time i'm gonna murder you and joe and jojo like jotaro's response is yeah but i can't i can't punch you from over here like i have to i have to get close so I, can, I can beat the shit out of you so so what where's your argument that like you're like okay well you're kind of right what do you mean? Like my argument, I'm kind of right. We're 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 making arguments for you know, like okay, the bad guy, yeah, he he had a point there. I mean, no, there's no argument. He's right. There, no, like, there's no there. argument. He's just right. Like, I get it. Like, I understand. <laughs> this man triple. This man triple down on being worse than his father. I told you, man. He KFC double. And then esca he escalated. He just went through the natural form of escalation where he became a vampire and then developed he... developed powers from an alien. Um, uh, an alien bow and arrow, bow and, arrow. Mm. <laughs> and then they ended up giving his own but like in, in true evil villain fashion he defeated himself oh there you go so he's not totally bad yeah exactly it's not totally bad he defeated himself yeah. it's fine yeah he, he did lose via his own hubris. exactly it was his own it wasn't the fact that you know jotaro fucking punched him seven bajillion times <laughs> 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 like he lost body Nothing part, body parts that. exploding off of him as he's uh as, as they're fighting uh, that's fine <laughs> like the part uh, where what was it it was just, he gets thrown through a glass window his leg falls off and then he looks at the, the the counter lady of the jewelry store that he just got thrown into and he goes hey can you pass me my leg <laughs> <laughs> it's a good like, class. It's just, 
it's just so over the top and ridiculous that you can't help but feel like, okay, I got to root for this guy. Like, I almost want to see him win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you want to see him win because you don't want him to go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you know that, like, you just, you're not going to see him again. Oh, man. So on, on that same wavelength, I had that same feeling uh, watching uh, early seasons of, of The mm. Walking Dead because that show got really dumb really quick and really boring really quick. Mm-hmm. Until the governor started showing up, because then you knew something good was gonna happen. He was good in the comic too. I forget the guy's name that plays him, but that guy does a phenomenal know, job. I, and like at that at that point in the I, show, it, the show's I bad, know the actor you're talking about, but yeah, he's he's a great actor. Um, unfortunately, I can't redeem that show for anything. So he played like that reptilian race in Enterprise. I can't remember their name. <laughs> reptilian. Yeah, yeah, it was like weird. It like had like ridiculous heavy makeup. He apparently wanted to quit acting after doing that scene. Really? Yeah, I don't blame him for all that makeup that he probably had to wear for that. I mean, I want to quit acting too if I was on you know part of that show Enterprise, but that's uh, yeah. <laughs> this isn't a Star Trek podcast. We're not getting into that now. <laughs> Wait, was it Enterprise the one with? Uh, I was going to say Kevin Sorbo. That's wrong. Scott Bakula. Yeah, that was Scott, Scott Bakula. Bakula. Yeah. Uh, that's just that's oh, just another you? another of uh, Quantum Leap's life. That's all that is. That'd be so interesting if that was real. Well, I mean, you can't convince me that uh, Gimli wasn't part of uh, Sliders in Lord of the Rings. Oh shit! I mean, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Okay, fair enough. Can you? Can you? Can you? I, I, I get the reference to both, but I'm not making the connection here. Uh, John John, John Reese Davies is uh, the same actor that played the Doctor in uh, the the hit Fox TV show Sliders. Really? You didn't know? I didn't. Dude, I'm not a Lord of the Rings guy. Dude, he had the axe. I didn't, I didn't realize that that those are the same yeah. people. Yeah, those are the yeah. same people. Holy shit, that's awesome. He was so dedicated to the role uh, to get the role in Lord of the Rings, he shrunk himself two feet. <laughs> I was about to say, he cut, he cut his legs off. <laughs> <laughs> cut his legs off with the knees. He he became like Cotton from King of the Hill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, Dad. <laughs> Oh no, God! I oh, hate no. that show so much. We're not. We're not talking about that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. boy! What did I tell you about that vacuum cleaner? <laughs> Paul, do you have any other picks? I don't know how the hell you're going to top Dio Brando. Uh, I love the fact too. I love the fact too that you're not agreeing with him. You're just—he is just so damn evil. He kind of just goes full circle. I, yeah, exactly. He's delightfully evil. He's, he's the man with a plan. You like evil. commitment? I get it. No, he exactly. Yeah. And like he's got like plans on plans on plans. Like he's just he'll throw all the stand users at you. Like it's never ending because that season dragged a little bit because of how many stand users he threw. <laughs> he threw at them. Um so many, so many stands. stands. Uh regardless though, it was great. It's fantastic. Like especially when he shows back up and he starts he trolls people with his powers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he just couldn't stop. The one guy kept trying to come up the stairs at him, and he would just stop time, push him back down the stairs, and then put time back in place. <laughs> like if that's not something you can't do, if you had the power to stop time, I don't know what else you would do. <laughs> oh man! Like try, just just fucking troll people randomly for like because you could stop time for seven seconds. There's not much you could do in seven seconds. But you absolutely could do little things to fuck with people, and like that just—you <laughs> could totally untie them, like, yeah, or uh, untie them and retie them, and they just fall and trip in front of you. Like that's just or, hysterical. Uh, it possibly or, break or, their neck. Or carrying all the mutants out of the uh, mutant academy before it explodes. Oh, that <laughs> good example. You could drive down to Florida and kill that bad, kill that bitch, that Carol fucking bad. Oh no! You want to okay? You want an example of a bad villain? Apocalypse in the X Men movie. I thought you were gonna say like uh, Joe Exotic or something. <laughs> is <laughs> or Alan? Is, what's is his name? Joe Exotic a villain though? I, mean, I feel like that's is uh, Jeff is is uh, Jeff Lowe a villain? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 that would be my my pick for for a really bad villain. Apocalypse in the X Men movie. In the X Men Apocalypse, he was just—it was such. Don't worry about it because I haven't seen. He was so misrepresented. He was so badly done, and I I hate the fact that Oscar Isaac is the person who played him because Oscar Isaac is great. I was just about to say, isn't that Oscar? I I love that in in. I love I've loved him in almost everything he's been in. 
just about everything that he's done has been great. Oscar Isaac, absolutely. And, and then he did Apocalypse, and I'm just like, they they put him in cosplay makeup, <laughs> in a cosplay costume, gave him no central motivation that made any fucking sense, and really twisted and wasted what is what is one of the more interesting X-Men villains. Just wasted. Just wasted. Fucking, just wasted. God. I can't. I cannot. I cannot complain enough about some of these X Men movies. But all right, enough of that. Enough of that, Matt. Yeah. All right. What? Well, <laughs> my pick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, uh, all right. I, I got two picks tonight. Uh, I'll st- I'll start off with the less controversial of the two. Uh, I'm going to go with the Empire from Star Wars. Oh. The Empire did nothing wrong. Oh, all right. The Empire did nothing wrong. That is like a serious internet movement. <laughs> um, no, it's the kind of thing where, like, um, you know, for years when you get the, the first three movies, um, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're going to think the Empire is wrong. Um, the funny thing is, though, is that the expanded universe um, before Disney rebooted it. Actually, there are good arguments that the Disney reboot of the expanding universe actually further solidified these points. Uh, but the prequels actually, I, I think did the best job portraying this um, b- because with the prequels, you find out that the Jedi were, uh, they were kind of ineffective in a sense, because you have the entire uh, galactic Senate and, you know, it's has all this representation and, uh, you have all these um, corporations, which actually also have representation in the Senate. And there's all these tensions gaining because the, the trade federations, they want to do their business, but you know people's rights are being trampled on. Then meanwhile, you have the Jedi sitting there mediating it, uh, and they literally have ch- child soldiers. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, all right. Okay. Maybe so that. you have so so the empire comes to rise and it goes through all that bullshit. They said, "Nope, nope, we're removing it this way." And they set up academies, they set up, you know, they had programs for the arts and whatnot. I mean, you know, if you disagree with them, yeah, you're going to have a bad time, but you know, if if you if you play along and, you know, you do your thing, you know, they'll work with you. I mean, I can also I can also give you the argument that 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 further solidifies what you're saying is that the three movies um new hope the empire strikes back and return of the jedi are history is written by the victors so it is literally new republic propaganda to try to make the empire look bad and i mean for god's sake so they're siding with a bunch of cannibalistic furballs in the third movie (laughs) Of those, so I mean, I mean, that's, we all know, we all that. fucking know that uh, the the Ewoks are fucking evil as fuck. They're yeah. adorable. How dare you? They are. Come on. They're, they're, Have you seen they're adorable they're te- cannibals? They're fucking terrifying. Have you not seen the look on their faces when they've got teeth showing? <laughs> they're terrifying, dude. Dude, have you not seen them? I just want to give them a big old hug. They're like, like they're like real life. Yeah. No, dude, man, they are dude. terrifying. Think about how many jobs the Empire created during the construction of the second Death That's a lot of jobs. I think it's been well established they had independent contracts. And then fucking, not only that, but then the fucking, the Rebel Alliance shows up and they just kill all these people who are still working on on, on, on the obviously still under construction Death Star. Exactly. It's true. All those all, all those innocent contractors, um, you know, people will say like, okay, well, yeah, but, the, you know, they blew up uh, Alderaan, but I mean, but Alderaan was making weapons. See? There we go. That. Wow. They, weren't, they weren't complicit. So, yeah. It makes so, you think. And, and, here, yeah. and here's, here's where it gets even crazier. What? The Yuzon Vong invasion. What? I don't what? know what that is. Um... Basically, Star Wars version of Klingons before the Klingons uh, joined the Federation. Okay, uh, you know, super crazy warring race. They they come from outside of the uh, the uh, the galaxy. They come in and they rage this war. And um, you know, a lot of major characters in Star Wars. That's how they wind up dying in the old EU. 
Um, apparently, it gets revealed at some point that uh, Palpatine had foresaw the Yuuzhan Vong invasion because apparently it had happened once before. Oh. And that's why he wanted to beef up the military and stuff like that was to prepare for. He's just trying to protect everyone. So you have somebody that's sitting there that, okay, yeah, he's a Sith. Okay. Yeah, sure. We know that. Um, But, you know, he wants the absolute power, but he's going to beef it up against the Vaughn invasion. So, you know, he's doing it to protect Mm. you. Despite what the rebel propaganda. I know I was agreeing with you in a bunch of stuff, but like I do, I do feel you have a bunch of valid merits when it comes to your arguments against the Jedi. And I, I no more of like <laughs> no bigger example of that exists than the actual Clone Wars cartoon. Oh yeah. The, the Clone War, the Clone well, you Wars got deeper cartoon. Into that than I oh dude, did. that I am so into that right now to the point that i'm actually um they they just started the last well not they just started but a couple of weeks ago um they started premiering the last season that they that they're doing uh, just to kind of bridge the gap between everything that happened from the end of that clone war series it, literally mm-hmm. two minutes before the beginning of episode three. Oh, that's really um cool. so the, to the point where they actually um you see the last interactions before of what Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan do before they go off to fight Grievous at the beginning of um, um, Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. Mm, um, right. So like they they're actually bridging that completely to the point where one of the main characters, one of the Jedi herself, Ahsoka Tano, shows the fact that she believes that the Jedi have completely lost their way on what they represented to the people. And you get to see how the actual people have lost faith in what the Jedi Order stood for. They're just myths. They're, they literally sit there with uh, dealing with politicians, um, grandstanding in front of the Senate. Um, they're no longer the, the, the servants of peace in the Republic that they used to be. Oh, yeah. And then you play stuff like uh, Knights of the Old Republic and you realize, like, yeah, an Old Republic Jedi would totally wreck, uh, you know, a then Republic uh, Jedi Knight. Oh, absolutely. Because they stopped teaching the Jedi about the difference between um, the light and the dark side and only taught them the dark side and to fear the dark side. Right. Right. You know, the very teachings of the of the of the, the Jedi Order became very much just hide the history of what is part of supposed to be bringing balance to the force. I don't know. I could go into this for hours. Yeah, so very I, good. I, I'm we, not. We yeah, do a whole another yeah. episode. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I'm sorry. We, I know we were going way into the weeds. Don't, no, no, it's fine. Don't apologize. I like it. I'm just. I'm just saying. I don't know of anything in the expanding universe or the movies where the uh, Empire kills innocent contractors. <laughs> I end my argument there. Thank you, folks. Welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, my, and my second pick. Um, Bit of an unusual one, I think. Um, Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. All right, I'm in. <laughs> what's what's going on here? Okay. All right. First, you should probably tell us who Clubber Lang is. I know who he is, like but I don't, don't know if our know. audience knows who he is. Do you know there's people out there who don't know who Clubber Lang is? That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, Mr. T's character in Rocky Three. I'm with it. Please continue. Yeah, right. Tell me okay. tell me how you agree with him. Okay. So what's the plot of Rocky 1? The plot of Rocky 1 is Rocky Balboa is a, you know, an aging boxer, he's a nobody, and he gets a chance to fight the uh the champion um, you know, in a heavyweight bat in a heavyweight fight. Uh, you know, because of uh, you know, the bicentennial and whatnot at the time. Um Apollo Creed is supposed to wipe the floor with Rocky, but he winds up going the distance. But Rocky winds up losing. Uh, Rocky 2, the point of it, is that um, they have the rematch. And because um, Rocky was able to beat the uh, get up before Apollo Creed, he wins. <laughs> um, and he gets the title. And in the time between Rocky 2 and Rocky 3, Rocky got soft. Oh, absolutely. You see that in the he movie. Too. Yeah, they, uh, he became, yeah, he got soft and um, the whole time, you know, and then Clubber Lang comes up and he challenges Rocky and that great scene where they're dedicating the statue and then just Clubber Lang does some great heel work. 
And just says, you ain't a chump. You ain't a champ. You a chump. And then he then he does that line against uh, Adrian. He goes, hey, hey, come. Come over here. Sit, hang out with a real man. You know, that line, that bit. And then, yeah. And then the whole time, Rocky's like, yeah, yeah I'll fight you. I'll fight you. And then Mick's like, no, he'll kill you. And then he finds out, like, the only reason you've been winning all this time is because you've been fighting has-beens. <sighs> and then... Rocky still agrees to the fight, much to the disagreement of Mickey. And then the whole time Rocky's fighting, he, you know, he rents out a uh, he rents out a gym where everyone can see him in Center City. Oh, yeah, that training is just so douchey. And he, that he's signing autographs and stuff like that. And, and what is Clubber Lang doing the whole time? He's sitting there in some dingy ass basement doing uh, sit ups, and he's running around. He's hungry for the title like Rocky was in Rocky One. So what happens in Rocky Three? He beats the shit out of Rock. So bad he so bad he killed Mick. He oh yeah, he <laughs> killed his trainer by proxy. I forgot yeah. about that. He beat him so hard that his trainer yeah. felt it and died from it. I mean, um, he beat him so bad his grandpa felt it. <laughs> grandpa, no. I don't want to. Okay, all right, I totally am with you up until the point where you're just like, yeah, he beat him so bad his trainer died. Mick died because that ba- that motherfucker was old. Like no, no, Mick no. Mick was when, ancient. When does when does Mick fall? When does Mick start to fall down in uh, in Rocky Three? He starts to fall down after uh, Rocky starts getting his brains knocked yep. in. Is that what he, he starts? Damn, I haven't watched Rocky Three yeah, in a yeah, long because, time because because the, they take Mickey to the locker room and then you know they find out that he died after you know Rocky like shows up you know more dead than alive. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then there's the whole scene where Mick more is already dead, dead, dead and Rocky is just fucking all bloodied up, crying on top of him. Yeah, right, yep, right, yep. right, right. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're probably confusing it in the like the the four scenes prior when Mick is like having a like a heart palpitation or something when Thunder Lips played by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Is breaking a chair over? Uh, no, no, no. Paulie broke the chair over Hulk Hogan, and then Paulie arguably, arguably away. another great villain, if you ask me. Thunderlips, Thunderlips, Thunderlips. Thunderlips. the ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. Yes, um, you could argue that that's one of the first ever. It's or it's, I can't say or one of the first ever, but it's a uh, it, it's a proto MMA fight. Oh, ah. well, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so Rocky three ahead of the but, curve. Ultimately, ultimately, the argument, though, is that it took Clubber Lang to get Rocky straight so that eventually Rocky comes up with rope of dope and then beats Clubber Lang. And if it wasn't for Clubber Lang setting uh, Rocky straight, uh, Rocky would never have been able to avenge Apollo Creed by beating <laughs> Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn. You need those That's foils. deep, yeah. You need those foils. The Rocky universe just got way deeper. I mean, if, if you get, yo, if you want to go deeper, if you want to go deeper, go on. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> Apollo Creed's illegitimate kid in in Creed in Creed two fights Ivan Drago's kid, mm. and that's a whole fucking thing because Ivan Drago's kid just fucking destroys him, just wrecks the shit out of him, and he's then he's got to go shit. through his whole rede- yeah, he's got to go his whole through redemption arc, got to get Rocky to train him. So that he could go back and beat him, and you know who's in Ivan in the in Ivan Drago's son's corner, Ivan Drago, uh, Mr. Sick. Mr. Drago himself, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Mr. Man. Drago no. himself, exactly, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but, but here, here's here's where it gets crazy though, because how does Rocky three end? Apollo Rock <laughs> gets even crazy go because how does Rocky three end? Rocky three ends with Apollo Creed and uh, Rocky having a sparring yeah. session, ding ding, yeah, in ding ding, and then yeah. And then the movie ends, but you don't find out till Creed one that Apollo run won the third. Fight. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. You don't find that out until Creed one. So, so Rocky seeing Apollo get the shit beat out of him uh, after having that great performance by the great late James Brown. That's when Rocky's like, oh shit, I barely, pa- I barely got through uh clubber. And I just lost to Apollo, and this guy literally killed him with wow, punches. That makes, that, wow, that makes straight. Rocky Four all that more deep. Rocky right? Four, so it's, right? you know, it has nothing. It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the reunification of the Soviet Union and the fall of communism, thanks to Rocky <laughs> beating Ivan. If I can change, dude, we can change. <laughs> dude, Ronald, dude, while Ronald Reagan was like telling Gorbachev to knock down walls, Rocky was knocking down yeah. walls of a man. 
<laughs> Ronald Reagan didn't do shit to end the Soviet Union. It was all right. You know who did though? David Hasselhoff. You don't hassle the Hoff. No, you. That's rule number one. Yeah, but 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 back to uh, Hulk Hogan. I mean, you know, you had David Hasselhoff doing Baywatch, and later on Hulk Hogan. Oh my God! Do, yes, uh, Thunder, Thunder in Paradise. Bay. Which was like, yeah, Thunder in Paradise, which is like, you know, or five, like a dollar store ripoff of Baywatch, Wait, a, No, no, it was a dollar store ripoff of Baywatch and Knight Rider. Because remember, he had <laughs> yeah. the Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had like a tactical team. And the guys on his team were uh, Steve Borden, a.k.a. Sting, and Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker. No, I didn't realize The Undertaker was in that. I believe so. Like, I, I, I could be wrong. I could be misremembering. Stop. I didn't realize that was gonna, Sting gonna, either. Gonna, gonna do a quick, uh, gonna do a hot Google, Google right here. By my Hasselhoff powers combined, Google. I give you Hulk Hogan and shitty acting in a horribly CGI boat <laughs> that lasted for like three episodes on. No, dude, that had UPN. like two seasons. It did. Thunder in Paradise had more than three episodes. The Thunder in Paradise lasted. I remember because that was my guilty pleasure to watch. Oh, man. Randolph J. Hurricane Spencer, played by Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, no, it had 22 episodes, Hulk but one Hogan. season. <laughs> it, I swear, it didn't air at all. <laughs> 22. No, man, 22 episodes. So, Chris Lemon. And a straight to video. Movie. Oh, hell Did yeah. We got to watch that. Jimmy Hart was in it a few am times. I, am, I, am, I making, am I making this up that, that Sting and Taker were in this whole I think you were I because I don't see any of the people who I see here are not wrestlers. Fan casting. I was about to say, why, why, why would you cast wrestlers next to a wrestler that already can't act in front of a camera? It's true. Got to keep it in the family. This wrestling family. <laughs> okay, so I don't think he was in this normally, but it looks like he was in at least an episode. Okay, that's fair. See, I feel like all of those shows, like Knight Rider, Thunder in Paradise, Baywatch, I feel like all of those exist in the same universe. They should. Uh, they should, though. I mean, I, I, if, if anything else, I like to imagine all the Hulk Hogan movies being in the same universe, especially the fourth uh, three, drag, uh, three Ninjas movie. <sighs> well, no, that was where... Okay, hold on. That was where you're thinking The Undertaker was in. He was in... <laughs> He was one of the evil characters, one of the villains in, uh, what was it, what was it called? Um, all I remember was, oh, Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. Yeah. Suburban Commando. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Oh, it was, I was frozen, frozen today. today. Very good. All right, we're done. I'm I mean, done. I think, I think, a, I think a, the real question though is, are, are you a Tum Tum, Rocky, or Cult? <laughs> oh my God. That picture. What? <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I I found the episode of Thunder Paradise that Sting is in. Oh, and currently, uh, I'm cur I'm currently sending images to everyone else. <laughs> uh, we can. Who's ever editing this episode? We can. Uh, we we can just leave the uh, uh, the images in, in in the description here. One one of, one of these days when I get around to updating the website, we'll finally learn to annotate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, we can't. After that, I don't think we could top yeah, any of that. No. no, we're done. Too beautiful. You no, know, you know what? I think I got you. I think I got you. Honorable mention: anime filler. Oh, that's pretty good. That's the, that is the true, the true villain. villain. That's a true villain. Yeah. Well, we don't give you filler here, folks. So on that true. note, no. we'll call it a night. Have a great night. Dude, stay safe and have a good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good Wash night. your hands. Next episode, we'll be podcasting from Namek. <laughs> We're never going to get off this planet. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.